0: Welcome back to Path to Business, the podcast. This is episode number 24. Today we are chatting with the queen of clean, Sarah from Go Clean Co. and learning all about the path that she's taken to get to where she is today. We dive deep into her story and how she manifested her success and that she's not above getting deep into the dirt with her team. Her story resonates with me so much. Especially as a self made entrepreneur. And I can't wait for you to feel as connected to her as I felt from this interview. Let's dive right in. Path to Business, the podcast. We are your hosts, Luke and Bethany Barrett. We're a husband and wife team building a legacy with our three children that we're so damn proud of. Full time wedding photographer and videographer operating a thriving six figure business we
1: share all our best strategies from the lessons that we've learned along the way.
0: Featuring other amazing businesses so you can genuinely get inspired. This, this is your path to business. Sarah, obviously so amazing to have you here, but the reason why we have you on here is we want to learn a little bit of, you know, how you got to be Go Clean Co., where you came from, um, sort of before your business, you know, what did you do?
1: It's a long story, but I have been an entrepreneur since I was in my early 20s and I owned a dog walking company. Before I opened up Go Clean Co. and uh, yeah, I own that for 15 years. So this isn't a new being a boss and an entrepreneur and all of this fun stuff isn't new to me necessarily, but something at this big of a scale is definitely very new to me. So um, I learned the ropes. I didn't have a lot of staff when I had the dog walking company. I was on the ground doing a lot of it myself. And um, two years ago, I saw a gap in the market where I found we found that with the dog walking company, we were in people's houses a lot, same as cleaners. And people were always asking us if we could refer out, refer them cleaners or just like quality cleaners. And I was very surprised at when we would come in the houses as the dog walkers, what like, and the cleaners had left, like what was considered clean. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I was like, oh, I can do, I think I can do this. And, um, yeah, so I had some extra, a little bit of extra time. Cause I was sitting back running the company and had set up my life a big fan of, um, well, not a big, I wouldn't say fan. I I really believe in, you know, like what, what kind of life do you want to live? So I had set that up so that I can pick up my daughter and drop her off at school and, you know, go to activities and do that type of stuff. So my life was kind of set up like that, but I did have a little bit of leeway time where she's in, you know, she's in. Elementary, so I'm kind of like I could do work now, you know. I'm not home with her and stuff like that. So, I'm not just running the company, and then yeah. So then we started cleaning company, and I was I was like scrub brush mop, let's go and see what happens. But it was definitely trial and error. Don't get me wrong. I thought I could just come in and hire a couple people and have no system or method to my madness, and it was learn a very without the Instagram and everything, just running the company was a steep, steep learning curve. Like originally I had contractors, then I had to hire employees and WCB and all of those things. So yeah, but we've grown very quickly. And, uh, just with, if we're talking about only the cleaning company and not the online side, and I absolutely love being boss, a boss. So, um, I love giving jobs to people. I love, um, contributing to the, um, economy where, uh, female-led business um yeah and we believe in uh women
0: amazing before I guess before you so you were an entrepreneur for 15 years but before that did you go to school like what did you um like what did you sort of when you were growing up did you think okay I want to be this when I grow up like is there something there that you really always wanted to do and like you've taken that, that path or something different
1: um, no, I didn't. I actually, I had a plan to go to school. I was like, did my, uh, like, you know, you know how you're like, I at some time I was, I remember in my early twenties, I wanted to be a nurse and I was upgrading my marks so that I could get into school and stuff like that. And then I just you know, it, the dog walking company came about organically. Um, you know, I just walk my dog all the time and we had, there was a need for it in Calgary. And someone eventually just said, Hey, well, you know, would you want to walk my dog? Because I work all the time and Calgary was going through a pretty big boom in 2006, 2007. So that's when I started. And it, I worked at a bar at that time, you know, like early twenties waitress, you know, and I think that I always tell people that too, when you, if you're a waitress or a bartender, you really are technically an entrepreneur because you're working for tips, and your, you know, your service is a direct, uh, is your tips are a di- direct reflection of how you work. So you're, you know, making a little bit of an income, and I always loved that. And you know, then at the end of the shift, you pay out your tip out your bartender, you tip out the house, you know, your buster, that kind of person. I worked at some pretty like higher end restaurants, sure. um, and I loved it. So, and so it's a very good lesson in, you know, if you were going to be an entrepreneur at the end of the day, this is how much at the end of the shift, this is how much money you made, you know, kind of thing. And I always loved that. I just liked it. I just liked, I loved like seeing the fruits of my labor immediately like right there in my hands that I could touch it and be like, this is my money that I made today. So I think that that kind of really parlayed into me thinking, I don't really want to work for somebody. I was a yoga teacher for eight years in between kind of with the entrepreneur part. So I did work for, you know, yoga studios and stuff like that. But as, but my entrepreneur brain was always like, you know, I would open my own yoga studio. I don't want to, yeah, I was always constantly scheming about, (laughs) you know, and I, and that's just, if you you know, anybody who knows me in real life is just like, Oh, Sarah and all of her brained ideas. Like that's just, <laughs> that's how I've always been. And I come by it honestly. And, you know, eventually it just worked.
0: Amazing. Um, what did I'm curious and, and what did your parents do? Like, what was, um, like were they entrepreneurs as well? Cause I find that sometimes, you know, if you sort of step out of that, like, like for me, my mom was an entrepreneur, so it just totally made sense for me to become one, you know? Um, but, uh, what about you? What about your parents?
1: Um, my dad works in the oil field. So, you know, like typical Alberta person, um, my stepdad, uh, is, was the managers of a coal mine. So definitely like, a corporate position. You know, he was, uh, pretty high up there before he retired. And then my mom, um, and I get it from my mom, I guess. So would be, everyone says that, you know, my mom's kind of, it's like, she can always, what's that saying? Like you can take like one penny and turn it into 10 or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, anything she just turns to gold. But yeah. I will say it like she, when I was younger, she would like she's, she stayed home with us a lot, like for most of my life. And she actually, um, was worked in social work. So what happened, you know, we had, I haven't ever talked about this actually. So it's interesting. (laughs) Um, we had, when I was growing up, we had people who were older. Oh God, she's going to, I'm going to like murder this. Um, people who are older, but like respite care, that's what it is. That's the word for it. So, you know, so we had, um, you know, like I grew up with a fella named Clinton who had down syndrome, who lived with us for like 10 years kind of thing. And she did that. So, so she was available to be home for us, like for kit as we were, cause that was definitely more the trend, you know, most rarely did my friend's mom's work, but she worked to contribute and stuff like that. And so that was a cool way to grow up. And, you know, kind of, she was like a foster mom, right? So we had people who lived with us and that was a, a just, and that's how I grew up. And it was, cool like to me it was just something totally normal a part of my life and it also helps you understand how you know how different people's lives are so um and then she opened up a coffee shop at some point so she owned oh, cool. like the first internet cafe in our teeny tiny little town <laughs> of Stettler, Alberta. So on that, it was called connections, like, you know, so, you know, the internet. And so that was when there was no Tim Hortons, there was no Starbucks or anything in the town. So she was the place to be. And she opened up in like a little tiny house um, that turned into a business, kind of like a commercially licensed place. And so I watched her do that. And I was probably 17 when she did that 16 or 17, when she did that. Um, yeah, so she technically is an entrepreneur, but I will say like, she's not as by the book as me (laughs) would be like, I, you know, she would be like, Oh, I'm going to do this little thing on the side and I'll do these things on the side. Um, yeah, so I definitely get it from her and she's never, ever made us as I have two sisters. Um, she's, she's always been pretty adamant that, you know, you support your family and you know, you, you. You can't, you choose to do what you want to do with your time, but you know, be a good mom and make sure that you're like, she just never made me ever think that there was anything you're not b- below doing anything because do you know what I mean? Like I'm scrubbing toilets, I guess it's yeah. a better way to put it. Like, I don't care about that shit. It just doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Um, you know, I will do the bottom level job in any of the businesses that I've owned. I like to be operational and understand you know, what everyone's doing at any point in time. But I think that's a matter. I think also think that as the boss, I kind of feel like that's part of my values of the business. Like I know what you're doing. So, and I empathize with you and I know that job sucks, but today it's, but we all have to do it kind of thing. And, you know, in order to police the business and make sure everyone's doing their jobs, I think it's important for me to know that. So I'm never above anything. And I think that that's reality check for everybody
0: very relatable too. You can connect like with your staff and you're like, yeah, I know, like <laughs> scrubbing this sink again, you know, like <laughs> yeah, totally. And that's, it's so true. It's just, I feel like, you know,
1: we have a, like some behind the scenes, we have a WhatsApp group message with, you know, like all 20 of us on it. And we are, it's, and they all know that at any time, if I'm not around, they can just shoot me a text and say like, you know, can I FaceTime you because I don't know how to clean this. And then we we just work through it together. Right. So because I've done on the ground for the, for, you know, obviously things have changed with Instagram this year where I'm not able to clean all the time, but, um, I'm still doing it and I'm still have my hands finger on the pulse of everything that's going on in the business. So it's really important. And I think it's just important that we all have the knowledge and we can all brainstorm together and figure things out.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amazing. Um, so you kind of already touched on it about the spark that really got you into the go clean co. Um, I'm curious, was there anything like, what was it? Was there anything that like, other than just like walking into people's homes and figuring like, okay, like, I think I could do a better job than this. Was there anything else? Like, what was there a push or, you know, cause it's, it's obviously scary, right. To start a whole new business and, and things like that, especially since you had been doing it for 15 years.
1: Yeah. And I, yeah, it was, it wasn't as the, my, the thing with me is that I think I can do anything until I fall on my face. So, and I'm not very, I don't have a lot of fears about failing about, you know, I know a lot of people have imposter syndrome or, you know, like that's such a big thing that we talk about on social media, you know, where you're, yes. you think, you know, I can't do this. My problem is, is that I'm like, I can do anything. I don't know <laughs> where I got the confidence and, you know, and also if I screw it up, And I think you guys see that with cleaning too. I'm like, whatever, it's going to be, it's wrecked anyways. So I'll give it a whirl and see if I can save it. If not, oh, well, too bad for us kind of thing. So you do see a little bit of that glimmer of who I am as a person, but I find that, yeah, like I'm. I'm not, I'd have had a lot of, like I said, hairbrained ideas that didn't work out. So I was like, whatever. Oh, she started, you know, I'm sure all my friends were like, oh my God, now what is she doing? Clean, like running a cleaning company. Well, whatever. Okay. That's just Sarah. Like, that's just how I am. So, yeah. and that's, and yeah, so I wasn't worried about it. Um, we started; it was more. I didn't realize how much staff I would need to actually get the job done. And then as we started doing it, which that overwhelmed me, like being responsible for people and like food on the table and things like that. Mm-hmm. That that I take that really seriously. But when we started cleaning, it was trial and error, and you know our. Pricing model sucked at the beginning. We were trying to be competitively priced. Everybody. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, I'm gonna be so cheap. Right. And I had to actually done a coaching call with somebody who had owned a million dollar cleaning company. And I remember she said to me, and I'll always stick with me in my head forever. She was like, if you're too, if your price point is really low you're going to be cleaning maggots. Like that, <laughs> you're going to, those are, that's the customer base you're going to attract. So, you know, I kind of started in that mid range, but it still wasn't enough. By the time we paid for the labor, the staff payroll, I had to buy the cleaning supplies, mileage, like all of those things add up a lot to a lot. And then when we were cleaning, I wasn't okay with just going in and cleaning someone's floors. Like I wasn't okay with someone saying, you know, I don't need you to do it. And meanwhile, you would just leave and the house would be filthy. You know, I'm like, I, I like my integrity of who, of what we were doing. I was like, why are you paying 200 bucks for this? Like you're getting ripped off. You could pay like. 400. And then the whole house would be done kind of thing, which obviously is a big upsell, but I always just thought, why are we only surface cleaning? And that didn't last for very long, but I wasn't hard and fast with my rules yet where people would try to hire us to come in for like, can you just do my floors for my 3000 square foot house? Like, no, like in the end, (laughs) like, why, why would I come in and just do the floors and not the baseboards? Or, you know, it just kept on coming back. And then we ended up kind of getting a little bit of a following online and people were just, you know, word of mouthing us on Instagram and saying like, these guys are amazing and sending it. And then, but then someone would try to alter our system and say, Hey, can we, can you just come in and do this job? And then they would message and, and complain and say, like, I heard such good things about you. I'm like, well, you didn't want to pay for we yes. just had a meeting prior to this call. <laughs> and honestly, we, I just said like, of course, if the price point changes, we understand that. Cause we get that when we go into houses and then someone says, oh, I want this extra, I want my stove clean. Well, that costs an extra $200 kind of thing. So yes. it, it's all relative, right? So, um, yeah. So then eventually I just got really firm in what we were doing. And I said, like, it's our way or don't hire us kind of is the better way to put it. It was like, we do a deep clean. This is our niche. We do not alter it for anybody. And then that's when it really, the magic started happening because then we knew and we had a system and it was so much clearer for the staff and myself to be like all of these, and we still have to vamp it, revamp it. Like we just revamped it last week by saying like, Hey, now this thing's included and tops of cupboards have to be included in a base clean. And, um, a base clean is a deep clean, but they can add on a fridge or a stove. Like there's little things that don't need to be included. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. So it was definitely trial and error, like any job, any business that you open and you learn your lesson because you, at the end of the day, you're like stuck left holding the bag and you have no money in it. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> uh, yeah. And you know, it just, uh, I, I just say that all the time as an entrepreneur, you think when you first started out, it just makes, makes sense to be like, oh yeah, this month, you know, I remember I always look at my spreadsheet of when I, when I had started the business and my goals and stuff, when I was like, I was totally out to lunch. There's (laughs) none of those numbers are correct.
0: Oh man. I sometimes go through my old notebooks to look and be like, oh yeah, like I want to do this, but it's really cool sometimes. Like, I don't know if you believe in manifestation, but I really think that, you know, like writing out your goals and thinking about them and like I don't know if it happened to you. Well, obviously it happened to you. (laughs) Maybe, I don't know if you thought it would get this big, but for, for, for me, like, you know, just some of the things that I wanted two or three years ago are happening because I like have been thinking about them and trying to work towards them. Right. So I don't know, was this ever, I guess, was this ever on your radar that you would, you know, get to this level?
1: Like 1.7 million Instagram followers. No, but like, this is, this is mind blowing to me every morning when I wake up and I'm like oh my god I can't believe this happened but I did I am a manifester um I am like I am a vision board person I um I like I always say I've taken an because I was a yoga teacher for so long that I've taken so much personal development stuff that I just know that you're like I go it goes back to being like it, when I say I can think I can do anything, it's yeah. like, that's just my mindset. So that works really well for me. And then, so like last year, um, specific things for me was like, I made this uh, screen. I thought like, I need a vision board, but I, like it on my wall, isn't going to work. So I made it into my screensaver on my phone oh, and, cool. I, and I I actually haven't like changed it to 2021 because I'm like how I don't ever want to lose this one, but it has like, I can even show it to you has yeah. like, it has tied on it. It has a big pile of money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna like, I tell everybody that it's like, there's no point in doing this if you're not gonna to get paid for it. Right. No. Um, it has, I- you know, just like a couple of quotes. It has a um, the ACE class on it. One of the business owner speaking at an engagement. Cause I was always thinking like, I would love just like, I felt like I had a lot to say, but nobody cared because we were tiny kind of thing. And I've been doing this for so long. Um, yeah, just like little tiny quotes, you know, it says, it says like a reminder, you'll never be ready, you know, kind of thing like these type of things. And then obviously some hot chicks and bikinis. Cause that's <laughs> <laughs> Cause that's always the thing that you need to see, but there's so, and it says your projection is more important than your speed, which is hilarious to me or your direction, not your, it's hard. Cause I have all my like apps, my, yeah. but it's true because, and which is hilarious to me because I'm like, the speed was incredible for us this year, but I made that and thought, you know, like my partner always says like, who puts tide on their thing? Like, <laughs> you know, I had 4,000 followers and I was like, you know, they might reach out. You never know. Cause there was a, there definitely was like a path we were going down. Um, and, but I just thought like, screw it. It's my vision board. I have to stare at it every single day. When I swipe into my phone, let's see what happens. And I've hit every single, oh, that's amazing. every single picture, even down to like, just the tiniest little things like, you know, per, on my personal side of my life, you know, being This business, the way things have happened, have allowed me to be more here for my family life, you know, which is really important to me. And yeah, so that's a, so yes, I am a believer of like (laughs) putting it out there and there's things that are, um, on the docket for us. We have from internally from the business, we're launching go clean co approved. We haven't uh, settled on a name for it. Kind of like our go clean co college kind of thing. So (laughs) cleaning companies, um, are going to be able to take a certification course and then be, um, go clean co certified. And then they're going to be able to run our system, but they'll still be able to be like Mary's cleaning company in Atlanta kind of thing, yeah. but they're going to have that seal of approval and have some sort of a training from us, which is all going to be virtual. And, uh, then we're going to have a search engine on a web- on our website that, you know, you as a consumer can go in and say, New York city, go clean co, you know, like who's here that's cleaning based on this, you know, it's going to be, it's a big, big project for us, you know, more. Yeah. we're hoping- it out in the next, it takes a long time to do this, you know, video content, um, putting something together like this. And then we are actually releasing an individual course too. So that will be the first one that rolls out probably in the summer. And that will be, it's just going to be so cool for someone to sit down and be like, Hey, I want to sit down and do 75 minutes or an hour of learning, you know, and they can learn a lot of this stuff online, but it's going to be so much more in depth yeah like
0: why you do it this way and you know how to handle a client even because I think that like there's so much like obviously the cleaning aspect of it what you do is magic because I've actually you know taken and done a whole bunch of the tricks that you show I I sometimes get on a roll I don't know if this happens to you but you just like well you know actually because you just start and then you can't like okay like I see this part and then like you just like Luke's my husband is like what are you doing how are you still cleaning in that space I'm like I swear it's still dirty. You know, you know. I think like there's also the aspect of it, right? The business side of it, perhaps. I don't know if that's what you're playing on teaching, but I think that you know how to handle clients and expectations and things like that, right? Because it's all going to be part of it. I think. I don't know. So that's what I think. <laughs> I yeah, like my my
1: like COO and my manager and stuff. They keep coming back to me being like, you know, this isn't a franchise model, Sarah. Like that's the thing. And even when I wrote the first handbook, you know, they she. Um, the designer came back and was like, this isn't a franchise model. Like I want to give it all the way every single tiny little bit, but it's one, you know, it's kind of like, it's too overwhelming. We have to section it out into modules and explain things, but yeah, we're more focusing the course itself. The cleaning course is going to be because we are, we're hoping it's available for people who want to start up a cleaning company. Like they won't be able to say their go clean co um, like go approved. clean. Yeah. yeah. So they'll be able to say they're approved, but they'll still have to be their own company or it's existing cleaning companies that are using our methods, which lots of them are, but at least to have some verification, that's going to hold back the integrity of what we're doing and what we've teaching, what we've taught. Like, do you know who Brian Balmer is? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The so Balmer.
1: Yeah. HGTV. So, and you know, I followed his career for a really long time. I love watching his shows and stuff. And, um, he has balmer approved because he really believes in the bones of a home versus the aesthetics of a home so you know when you watch his shows and stuff he says like it's nice that you want quartz countertops but you have mold and we got to rip this out and like this is the biggest investment in your life so we're gonna so he has a some sort he has a it's called balmer approved and then he has like a stamp of approval that you can have on your website that shows that you you're a contracting company that upholds the same values and stuff as him. And I really love that model because I don't think he offers a course or anything, but ours is a different, we're in a different ball game kind of thing. You know, we have to yeah. show all the methods and everything like that. That's just such a great idea, you know, yeah. and we've created this brand and these people trust us. So we want to be able to spread our wings a little bit. And we've had tons of talks with franchise lawyers because- you know that's obviously seems like seemed like the path everybody thought we were going to go down, and like just like you know hit the whole world. there that's not as it doesn't it's not as easy as like you <laughs> should franchise. It's like it takes a couple of years. There's legal of in Canada. There's legal in America. There's so much stuff to deal with, and also just the corporate life for me in. I'm very operational. I do not want to be in an office all day long running this. Like, yeah, I want to run a big million dollar corporation. That's cool. But I don't like the actual headache of what I know it would be outweighs what I actually want my life to look back, look at. And like, when you go back to like manifest, like that type of thing, it's really important for me to focus on that type of thing because, you know, in the end, (laughs) this is still a job. It's a job.
0: Mm-hmm. well maybe you know you hire somebody to do it for you and then you just sit back and still get to be like scrubbing toilets like everybody
1: else. most people don't think like I you know I don't you know I say that to my staff too you know my office people I say like you know I don't want to do this you guys can do it and I want to go and clean with the girls like that's what I want to do and also there's a big element of content creation too for us at this point right now True. so it's yeah. That's that that's a big huge piece of the puzzle for us. But even so, I like the satisfac like the satisfaction and also interacting with my staff. I really like them a lot.
0: What are some of the challenges or pivots perhaps that you've had, you know, had to make in your business? Like I mean, perhaps it could even be in your previous business or something like that. But I mean, is there anything thing that's happened where you've really felt like you know, you had to make a change or pivot in some way, obviously the shutdowns and things like that, but was there anything else that really like people don't know or, you know?
1: Um, yeah, I would just say that, you know, I, you know, I, I, my claim to fame is like pivot is my middle name, obviously. I know, I know. (laughs) We had a big, uh, we did the big pivot and everyone, you know, it was like pivot, 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 but we were already there. We already had 10,000 followers online and that was a big deal to me. I really was like, and then, you know, the handbooks were already in the process at that 10,000 mark of think of us trying to write them. I just didn't have the time to do it because I was again, scrubbing toilets every single day. So, um, this, you know, my partner just said to me, you know, you have time, you've been working on that book, just get her done. And we did. <laughs> and then, you know, the rest is history. So now we have a digital product and much more digital products and all of these things that are coming out. And like, I've gotten a taste of that. It's awesome. <laughs> and it, you know, it's very, very cool. And then also just the brands and the sponsorships and all that stuff that comes with it is, you know, influencing is not a hard job. Okay. Uh, I don't care what anybody says. Okay. It's just, it, it, there is a lot of, um, back-end work that goes into it, but surround yourself with people who can help you and, you know, you're going to flourish. And I had to really decide one thing with the pivot too, that I maybe haven't spoken about is, um, it's really allowed me to bring on people who were smarter than me and better at things than I was. Yeah. Cause I've been such a small bit, small minded business owner too. Like I've been like, I can do everything myself. And mm-hmm. this was just like, Hey, it's given me some freedom. I'm just gonna, you know, throw caution to the wind and bring on these people that I believe in. And I know are going to help me be the best that we can be. And that's why we've grown the way that we've grown too. Uh, I, a lot of people think it just hinges on me. It's not just me. There's a lot of people, um, involved in the behind the scenes of this is just because I'm the one who's creating and putting out that stuff for you guys to see, but like thought and process goes into it. So, and that's the one thing I would say too, it's hard to do that when you're a business owner, if you don't have, you know, your first employee is such a big deal. Now I'm just like, okay, hire six people at a time and we'll see how it goes, <laughs> uh, which is pretty cool. But to say that even to look back and think I could do that a year ago would have net or trusted myself, you know, in in my beliefs and what I my vision is for the company, I never would have ever thought that that could have happened, or even just bringing on like someone like with the title of a COO. You know, like that's a cool thing, and she's done amazing things for us. And a brand manager, my brand manager, she Courtney, she she is like the biggest project manager you could ever imagine in your whole entire life. <laughs> she, you know, and she absolutely, I worked with her. She worked with me in my dog walking company on my admin side, and she was like, hey man, like come along for this ride. I know how good you are at this kind of stuff. And she's the ying to my yang, because I will tell you guys like, yeah, things are clean around here, but I am not organized. And, <laughs> um, and I come by it, honestly, you know, she has, to, she makes my, you know, she puts everything into a schedule and all of those things and keeps me, um, on track because I'm really, I just really get excited about some things and then I get sidetracked and then it's like yeah. Sarah remember, we're supposed to be writing another book or Sarah, we have this thing looming at us in yeah. three weeks and you haven't done anything for it. I'm like, Oh yeah. Right. I'm a like procrastinator.
0: Shiny, shiny objects. It's true, You so, know, like, where you yeah. see the shiny thing. You're like, Oh, <laughs> yeah.
1: like last night she messaged me at like seven o'clock. And was like, I know you're not working. I, I don't know. You might not want to work tonight, but like heads up, I have this brand or design meeting tomorrow and guess And I need your ideas. And I was like, okay I guess I'm working until 11 kind of thing so it's just but she were we work so well together she knows so it's just and that's what I mean about like bringing on these people that would be a and I haven't spoken about that before about how important it is to and I know how hard it is to trust that stomach feeling of being like am I gonna let this baby go and like to me I feel like I've won the lottery so for me to be like hey I'm gonna trust you guys to come in here and help me but they're they're, they're the main, main reason, you know, they're, they've done so much and kept me on track and have incredibly smart ideas and I'm thankful for them every single day. So
0: it's not just me here, even though it's like it is. (laughs) So you had uh, Courtney come with you from your last business to this one. So you, so you kind of had her then, but like when like, what about the COO? Oh, I'm curious, like when, like, I'm curious, you know, like, as you know, as a, as a sort of like, I call it like my mom, pa shop, right. Like this sort of small business mindset. How did you realize like, when timing was it? Like, okay, this is right. Like, this is when I need to bring someone in.
1: Yeah. Well, when we reopened, so, cause we were closed for three months, I think. And so, um, I, she was one of my sister's friends and she was a safety, um, she's an, ele- so like, welcome to Alberta. So it's the oil field is kind of, you know, crashed right now. So there's a lot of people from oil and gas who are, who are out of work and especially, and then adding the pandemic and everything like that. So, and then she comes from a safety background. She's a journeyman, uh, or she's like, whatever the highest you could be as of an electrician, but she ran like up North, she worked in Fort Murray and stuff like that. And she ran the whole entire system and safety and all that stuff. And like, we need to say, on the cleaning side of things we i needed that so badly and i was you know i was scheduling staff i was scheduling all the cleans i was doing all of the admin work i was dispatching jobs i was doing absolutely everything and then with this instagram growth over the pandemic you know and like i think we were only at about not only but like 600 you know and that's but i you know, that's crazy but i had like the other end of it, you know, an agency now working for me and deals coming through. So I just knew something was going to fall apart if I didn't bring someone on that I could just be like, here, yeah. fix it. Because it wasn't running the way it should have been either. I like, I will say that for me, because you you just have so many, you know, you're juggling so many balls in the air. So um she came in and like policies and slideshows and <laughs> you're late for work and you, uh, you know, the things, people were getting away with a lot of things, aren't allowed to get away with things anymore. And she's just so great at being like, just difficult conversation, you know, like difficult conversations, things like that money budgets. Uh, just, she was built for this job. And wow. it, it's so funny. Cause she always laughs and says like, you know, I was working on the rigs and, you know, a year ago and uh, I was surrounded by men and I was one of the only women's on the job. And she's like, now I'm in this business. <laughs> Where it's only women, and you know a lot of them are young, and she's, you know, uh, it's just hilarious. We laugh yeah. every single day. And her job has changed a lot. You know, I hired her as a general manager, and then you know, three months later, I was like, no, you need to like run the whole entire thing. Umbrella look over it all. Yeah. And so that's the COO. We always we have a joke, running joke here. Like if you don't like your job, like two weeks, like you never know what you're going to be doing around Go Clean Co. Because we don't. We don't have a method to our madness at this point, but we're getting it in place. It just happened really fast. And that's any big company or a start. We're technically, we're a startup, right? It's only been two years and, uh, you know,
0: onboarding the right people. But yeah, so that hiring her, thank God I hired her. That's just all I have to say. No, I like that. It's, it, you know... I'm not sure about the 600,000 mark that I have to hit. Like it <laughs> might happen before that. Um, but, you know, I think that uh, I love that you measure it in in that because it's kind of like, okay, this is when it happened. This is, you know, this is where I realized. Um, so it's really, it's really cool.
1: Yeah. And just bring, you know, it was scary to bring her on. It's, just, it, you know, it's a salaried position. I wasn't technically in, you know, the cleaning company, I was worried about it, supporting that. And then it was just like, hiring her just made the business bloom you know so it was just i know what you i think it's so scary as an entrepreneur to hire to bring someone on and be like oh my gosh you know that that's my money that i normally make how am i going to do this and but then in the end like they pay for themselves folks but i didn't know that i'm going to yeah. tell you that i didn't trust it i didn't know it 10 months ago and now They've just, you know, both Courtney and Lana have done an incredible amount of work and, you know, 2021 is going to be even more so because they're, you know, the head of all the projects and everything that we're doing.
0: That's amazing. Well, you're so, not you're so lucky, but you know, it's so good to hear that you've surrounded yourself with people that really are there in your corner that understand you and, and you know, your sort of strengths and weaknesses, because sometimes it's hard to admit that you're not good at things, right? So (laughs) I find it hard sometimes. Yeah.
1: I'm, um, I am particular for like menial detail, details that lots of people think wouldn't matter. Like I lint on a mirror, like those type of things, but whereas, <laughs> and then the girls plan or Courtney will message me and be like, they'll say, what do you think about this? We need approval on it. And I'm like, you don't have to run that by me. You guys know the brand, you know, how it's supposed to look like that type of things. It's just, a matter of like I'm laser like focused on what the brand is and what the Instagram is, but you know certain things where you know she they, they feel like they can say yes or no on thing on that point on that point of view. But yeah, on honestly, I only hire based on my gut. Uh, I learned that even from like the dog walking company. I would go and meet clients and you know, people are strange about their pets, uh, even as the years go on, you know, there's more and more people who are not having kids and having their pets that their baby pets are their babies. But I would know if someone was going to be high maintenance or be difficult to deal with in the first 10 minutes of meeting them. And then in the end, I would always, you know, I would come away and be like, I got a bad feeling about them. I don't really want them as a client. And like, at least kind of flipping it as the business owner kind of thing. And then, or else. So for me, same goes with hiring, you know, someone, if I'm not unsure, if I'm feeling even a little bit unsure about it, I just don't do it. I'm like, I know I can feel in my stomach. Like I just know. And I really go with my gut reactions. I've been wrong about stuff. Don't get me wrong, but oh, yeah. through the time it works out, but you if I find myself convincing myself to do something, I'm always like, why are you convincing yourself to do it?
0: Just, mm. just don't do it. That's a, that's a good, uh, that's a good, like, if you're trying to sell yourself on it, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they'd be good, you know? And I've done that before too. So I totally get that. And then afterwards, like two months later, you're like, why Uh, did, why did I, I knew, I
1: knew knew this was going to happen. Right. And that's, you know, but it's hard to, lots of people don't trust their instincts either. So it's just depends on what kind of a person you are and where you are at too. Right. So, but yeah, no, I felt good about it. still nervous, still nervous to sign someone on for like, for a position like that. But in the end, uh, you know, we got to work together and I have to be exactly who I am. I'm not going to put on any ears for anybody. So.
0: Mm-hmm. So I'm curious, what are three of your, you know, major, like I told you earlier that, you know, when you agreed to do this, I was like dancing, like having a dance party on my own. What are three of those moments? That you can share with us that are just like the highlights of your business so far. Oh goodness, okay, I have to pick. So
1: when I signed on with one of my number one things was um, I signed on with the State Five Media, which is based out of um, Dallas, Texas, and uh, they were like. I needed a management company because we were exploding so quickly. And I worked with, uh, you know, I did a little bit of Instagram Graham collaboration with Brighton Keller, who's Brighton the day. She like shared us one day and I woke up in the morning and we had like 40,000 new followers. I was like, who the heck is this woman? Like, you know, so then she reached out, we talked a little bit, did a little bit of a collab. And then she said, you no, know, I said, I have all these brands coming through. And I remember her saying to me, which I had, you had no clue on Instagram how it actually works. Like I had, <laughs> I, was, I thought that like, you know, they came in and they said, you know, we're going to pay you a little bit of money or we'll send you some free stuff. And you just put it on your thing. Like there's contracts and like legal teams and all of this stuff. And again, I had no clue. So she said, I said, you know, can I pick your brain about this? And she said, you need like someone to represent you. This is just, just trust me. And so she put me in touch with someone. And then I was like, came in and was like, oh my God, please take me. Like, I thought I was (laughs) going to have to blue them. And then they got, I got on the call with like the president and who's my now and then also my manager and they had been like they were like rolling out the red carpet being so kind and like being like we would like we want you and so that <laughs> if I remember getting off the phone I mean like they wanted me I thought I was gonna have to sell them on me kind of thing because yeah. I didn't again it happened way too quickly so that was enough and I was so jacked because I had so much stuff in my inbox that I didn't know how to deal with. Um, yeah. from big big brands where You're I was like, "Is this
0: for real?" <laughs> you know? yeah,
1: it's real that these people are reaching out to me, and I'm so glad. And I've actually been able to pass that on to a couple of other people who are, you know, growing really quickly, and that I've been following. Like I followed like the Folding Lady. I keep sharing her. Yeah. She's so great. And you know, she the other day she posted and was like can somebody send me some clothes? I don't charge anything. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like this is, I was like, I was like, oh. I was like, cool. It's cool to get free stuff. But I'm like, you have a huge following on TikTok. You have a huge following on Instagram. Like, and she's like, I don't know what to do. And I, so it feels so much like Aww. where I was to go. So to be able to ha- be like, here's some people's phone numbers. Someone did this for me. I want to be able to pass it on for you. So, cause you don't know where to start if it happens quickly to you, um, yeah. you know, all about connections and stuff, but yeah, that was my number. That was the number one thing. And then when I signed on for them, they made me sign like my wish list of like, what's the top five things you want. Oh
0: and, wow!
1: yeah. And one of my things was I was like, I want Jillian here. It's like, I want to go clean. <laughs> yes. I don't know if you <laughs> see this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Jellybox. box. There you go. And so it was so funny because people kept likening us to her and saying, you know, you guys are like, cause we crashed our website, you know, yeah. when we launched the handbook, you know, they crashed when it was the jelly box. We're both Canadian, you know, kind yeah. of thing. And I've always looked up to her because from an entrepreneur point of view, she's so interesting to watch. I can understand just watching her from like, you know, being a follower. But for me, I'm like, I am always thinking like, Oh, what is she doing next? That's so interesting and cool. So she's a good person to model stuff after. And so then I said, you know, this would be something that I wanted. And then my manager was like, man, I know her from rewards to my reward style days. No problem. Like, let's figure it out. And then we, (laughs) you know, she's like, we don't know if she'll say yeah, Sarah. And then, so we, we reached out to her and then it took, you know, a couple months to get it lined up because COVID and everything like that. And Who's here and what's shut down, and they're in BC, seven hours away. Like, there's logistics to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, anyway, she was like, Oh my god, go clean cold. They, but she's like, They know I'm in Kelowna, right? And we're like, I was like, No, I will haul, get, we will rent like a big van and we will be there. And so it was so awesome to meet her. She was oh, so lovely. Her husband's really, really funny and so nice too. Like, I didn't really know who, who he was. And then yeah. he was, I remember we were like, I was like underneath her kitchen sink, like scrubbing something, <laughs> and he came in and he said, like, do you guys ever reevaluate your business model? And I'm like, all the time. <laughs> Cause it's like, you're doing, he couldn't believe it. And I remember her nanny was, the house isn't that dirty. Oh, like she felt bad because she does all of the work. Yeah. And I was like, and I said, no, like you cannot do what we do and take care of two little kids. Like yeah. it's just and that's your job. You know, I always tell people be easy on your housekeeper. So, uh, because, you know, we're a huge crew. Like we were, yeah. there was, I think we had seven or eight of us there. Actually. Yeah. I loved,
0: loved it. it. I watched the whole thing. I loved
1: oh, it. Yeah. And people were like, it, and it went over so well. My DMS were like, this is like, my mind is exploding because this yeah. is happening. Plus they loved seeing that her house was kind of dirty. You know, yeah. like we, we, I always say like, just give us a second. We can find it. Like, we'll find the grime. Don't you worry. <laughs> So it really resonated with her people too. Right. So hopefully we'll be able to work with her again. And, um, same goes with, you know, now that I started doing that, you know, we're talking to some other influencers where we can figure it out, you know, once hopefully if COVID ever, if we're ever (laughs) allowed to travel again, you know, we have some big, you know, I have some people on a whiteboard on my, that's who I want to go do next kind of thing. So that would be good. And then obviously, um, what, is it three things or five? Things? Yeah, three,
0: three,
1: three. Yeah. this the thing would be I had a call with Tide recently, and like, that's really all I can say about it. Yes. You know, it's just, I know. And it's been, and like Canadian Tire was a big deal too. Like, that was like, oh my gosh. And they were so awesome too. They were just so great. They were like, we just want to be aligned with you. Like, just be creative, and do whatever you want. Yeah you know, sometimes you aren't allowed to do whatever you want. And yeah. uh, they were so great and just wanting to, you know, be kind of lined up with us, but yeah, having a call with tide and like nerding out with some tide <laughs> scientists was super cool. When you do that, that's like three hours of you're on there for the whole time. But I have like, I am a wealth yeah. of questions. Like I'm like one, okay. They asked this, they asked yeah. that they ask, yeah. I asked this, what about these type of things? So that's been pretty cool. Just like knowing that a scientist at tide, I'm on the radar. That's
0: pretty cool. <laughs> Um, (laughs) That's pretty cool. Wow. There was so much good info in this conversation. It goes to show you that if you have the right mindset from the beginning, you're bound to be successful. I know you probably can't wait to listen to the rest. And trust me when I say it will be worth the wait. Next week, Sarah shares her most important lesson in her journey to 1.7 million followers on Instagram in less than a year. We also did a fun bonus round of if she could only pick one thing to bring on an island with her, what would it be? You don't want to miss it. So make sure you subscribe to be the first to know when it goes live. Head on over to our show notes page at www.grayloftstudio.ca slash path to business, where you'll find all our info and links to Sarah's amazing cleaning handbooks that are a must have for keeping your home Go Clean Co. Clean. See you next week.